so we are into the last 10 days and a lot of people are kind of wondering like so how do you switch your schedule and kind of what are you doing now so i just wanted to share kind of what i'm doing um in these last 10 days to kind of like or in nights to kind of make sure i make the most out of it so in this podcast i'm going to cover my schedule i hope you guys enjoy Hello, welcome back to the Mindful Muslima Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, and we're coming to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday with podcasts to inspire. And our mission here is kind of just to uplift women to help them thrive as a community of women. As women, we're kind of like not always so nice to each other, and we know that, and we're totally not going to put up with that legacy here. We're going to create something different. And that's what you might have heard in our last podcast. We had one of our sisters come on and another one before that. This is just like an amazing sisterhood that we have here. We have about over 800,000 of you. So, so excited for that. And if you guys don't know me, I'm um, a licensed educator of 20 years, um, kind of um, a mom of five and a big sister to the community. And so I've been working with Muslim organizations and Muslim women for like 20 plus years. And we're very excited to kind of extend that work that we've done onto this podcast and then into other things that we do. If you don't already know, we have a website, www.mindful-muslimah.com. Definitely check it out if you haven't already. You'll see all that we can do. I get DMs all the time. What do you guys do, sister? What do you do here? And it'll explain to you right there and all the links. And, and we're about to do a, um, a book club probably right after Ramadan, a short book club. We're always um, kind of polling our women what they want. And we always have like a waiting list that comes on and then we open up the book club. So definitely when that comes up, take uh, make sure you get on the list right away. And then alhamdulillah, um, whenever that shows up, that'll be put up on the website. And also we have a ton of free classes that open at different times of the year. Um, all of them are currently closed, although we will have a free marriage, like how to seek a spouse one coming up in June. So definitely look out for that. We only open that once or twice a year where we support women with that. We have tons of success stories and you're going to hear all about them when we open up, alhamdulillah. But definitely excited to once again connect with you guys on this amazing topic of like how to find a guy. But for now, today we're going to talk about our morning routine. In the last 10 nights and days, it can be a little tricky. So we've actually, like, I personally have tried many different um, schedules. And I'm not going to lie, I keep changing them. But for the most part, I'm kind of sticking with the one I have right now. I have a schedule A and a schedule B, depending on how I feel. I know that sounds crazy, but I just roll with the punches. Listen, I am a mother. I homeschool full time. I do mindful Muslima um full time. And so at the end of the day, it's really important to me that I am able to balance all my life responsibilities with my ibadah, with my ability to connect with Allah and myself. And I can't do that unless I'm like super honest with my day and how I'm feeling. So if I feel like, like kind of like tonight, I'm about to pray tahajjud very soon. And so I am taking a moment to just record this podcast so it'll be up and ready in advance and at the end of the day like this is one of those nights where I feel super energized like I want to stay up I want to pray and do everything and then I might sleep in a little bit after Fajr and then wake up again but there's some nights where I'm like that is not happening and I'm not staying up and so I'll go to sleep so I'll kind of explain how I do it right now inshallah doesn't matter but I want you to know that you're going to do whatever works for you there's women out there who work and so maybe my, one of my versions of my schedules will like 
give you some inspiration for your situation. And for other people, you'd be like, that totally won't work for me because I got to get up for work. And so you might be a, a woman who works, a woman who doesn't work. If you're in uni and you're finishing exams or you're not, like, may Allah make it easy. I know it's up right now, guys. May Allah make it easy. Shout out to all the university students finishing up their exams. Do it, do it. Don't procrastinate. Get everything in. It will feel so good when it is done. Believe me. Um, anything that you could finish, just run ahead and finish it so you can enjoy the rest of your days in, uh, in Ramadan. But alhamdulillah. So here I'm going to give you like schedule A where I don't stay up and then schedule B where I do pull like an all-nighter and sleep in and you can see which one works for you. So um, as you guys know, in the past podcast, we talked about like some of the benefits of like what to do in the last 10 nights and um, how to, um, you know, catch the benefits of Quran and things like that. And if I haven't mentioned it here, I've mentioned in my lives and Instagram, I've mentioned it on Thrive and um, in, in Ramadan Recharge, our, our program for Ramadan, which I hope by next Ramadan, as you'll see, um, especially from the last um, maybe podcast or two and maybe some other ones in the future, you're going to see there's women that are really, really coming together and they're so pumped because of the community. And I want you to know at the end of the day, if you're feeling really like a little bit want want with your Ramadan, I want you to ask yourself if you are surrounded by other women who are positive and striving. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that Islam is a religion of community. It is a it is meant to be like in a jama'at and like a big community. You're not meant to do it alone. And so if you are a bit alone, I want you to know that's very human. That's very normal if you feel a bit down. But you don't have to be in that position. You're more than welcome to join us next year when we do this again and um, benefit just like all the other women did. For today, though, let's talk about kind of like what you could do in your current situation now. So let me tell you what I do in a night where I'm like, no way am I pulling an all-nighter, but I do still want to have some ibadah. So my husband and I, and again, like literally he was here with me not even just 30 minutes ago, and he's like, I'm totally going to pull this all-nighter with you. And then he was like dozing off on the couch and I was making fun of him like, oh, how's that all nighter going? So subhanAllah, you know, as you get older, like all, even me too, like yesterday I was like not going to do it and then he was doing it. And then today I'm feeling really good and he's just like, I'm tired. So understand and know your body and you don't have to commit to one or the other. I'm just saying like definitely push yourself, but definitely also stay in tune with your body. So he's napping a bit and I'm going to wake him up in probably like another 30 minutes and we're going to start praying together. And that's also really nice. If you can do it with any other member of your family, do it. I know in some families, people just go into their own private rooms. Now, if you're totally alone and like, let's say you're a revert or you're a person who lives alone and stuff like that, like that I get. But if you're with other family, always try to pray together in some form or fashion. Now, the only people we're not praying with are our kids because that would not allow us to focus. My kids have so much energy. By the way, they are dying to stay up and pray with us. They actually would do it, but they would probably turn it into like a goofy event where they're like rolling on the floor and joking and poking at us. They'd probably pray a couple of rakah and then spend the other time like chasing each other around the room. So that would not be so focused for us. And so sometimes in the past we have allowed them to stay up, but just like right now in this period of our life, we realize that we just really want to focus on ourselves. So you can also make that decision. I know a lot of sisters that their kids do stay up and pray with them and you can make it in a family event and like that's good for you too. For me, I'm just choosing not to um, just because for me, I feel like 
And it, I mean, it might be actually smart because then if I want to sleep in, my kids will sleep in at the same time. So my kids still wake up early, even though I want to sleep in. But my kids are a little bit older. They're like six and nine at this point. And so alhamdulillah, they are um, able to like, they, they kind of like sit in the room with me and read books or something like, well, I'm kind of like in and out of consciousness, to be honest. I don't ever get a really a good sleep. So it's not like I'm properly sleeping. But um, anyway, alhamdulillah, what I want you to know is that um, when I want to do a, a night where I'm not staying up all night, I am um, basically finishing off the night with my husband. We finish the like the the tarawih prayers or the night prayers, whatever, and then we go to sleep probably about ten o'clock, maybe ten ten thirty, and then we try to go to sleep early because I wake up on the dime, and this starts my morning at two forty. And I make food because my husband wants to eat by 3, 3.15. And my food that I'm making is not like crazy. It, the only reason it takes that long is because my oven, I heat it, I have to like turn the oven on and wait 10, 15 minutes for it to heat up. But while I'm doing that, I'm usually just like unloading the dishwasher or something like that. And then, um, alhamdulillah, I'm, um, you know, going straight into like just prepping stuff maybe within 10 to 15 minutes. And then we're eating as a family. We eat and then my husband leaves for work before because he has to drive pretty far and um, then what he does is when he gets there he goes to the masjid there and he prays fajr there which is just five minutes from his job and then he goes into work and he you know he has his own business and so he can make that schedule so that's been really really good for him he's been wanting to do that for years and he's finally doing that but when i'm behind i'm behind with my son my son is nine so he wakes up with me and he's eating sahur because he's fasting all day until maghrib. And I'm really, really proud of him. This was his first year where he fasted every single day. I'm blown away because I have had him fasting for the past two, three years before that. And he would fast like half days. And it would be so much whining and complaining. <laughs> you have no idea. Just to let him fast till two. And then maybe till four. We tried once in a while till five or six. But the whining and complaining was really difficult. So when I said to myself, I have to make him fast the entire day, I was ready. I was just ready for his complaining and saying, gosh, he's going to make it so hard for me. But Allahu Akbar, I made so much da'a for it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it so easy. He is just a champ. And I'm so proud of him. So he stays up with me and we, um, and he does not stop talking. My son is such a talker. So we are, you know, he finish up eating. We, he helps me clean up and then we sit down together and I usually, uh, start to read Quran a little bit while he just keeps talking and talking and talking. And then I say, Habibi, why don't you like read Quran with me? And then he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then lately he's been liking to like write different letters to Allah. So like while I'm reading Quran, he's usually like writing a letter to Allah or something like that. Totally spontaneous. I don't know. He just felt the vibe. Then the Adhan goes off and we make wudu and we pray Fajr together. Then right after we pray Fajr together, I say, listen, that was wonderful. I'm so glad. Let's make a dua or two, some dhikr. And I send him straight to his bed so that he can wake up around, um, 9.30 or something like that, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And so he can, you know, be ready for the day and then we'll do school or I'll do lives or whatever we have going on in our schedule. But for me, as soon as we finish with Aden and we finish with Fajr and all that stuff like that, um, I make dhikr and that's when I go straight into my morning routine. I go straight into my morning routine and I do like um, 
uh, like my Quran memorization, my, Qur my Quran recitation, and like maybe anything where I'm reflecting on the Quran. I have a couple books in different um, like like things I've been reading on like the Tabi'in, like the different people that came, the predecessors after the Sahaba. I've been studying that. I've been doing Sira work. Um, I teach Sira on our program. So I like review the material and stuff like that. And then I go straight into work. So for Mindful Muslim, a lot of people don't know, like this is a lot of work. People think like, oh, she just puts up a podcast. She puts up a couple Instagram things. Oh no, that is not what we do. I usually work 10 to 12 hours a day and people don't realize that. It is a lot of work behind the scenes because we actually, and so I'll give you a kind of a glimpse behind the scenes right now. We have a team of about five people and we might, be growing to six. And then we also have mentors slash volunteers who are working within our Thrive community as well to support the women with weekly things. And then on top of that, we have some like other women that work with us just here and there. And so I have to manage all of these people and all the different projects that they're working on. So usually from about uh, maybe like, I don't know, 530 to 8.30, I'm straight working through just setting up all the projects, reviewing all the materials, reviewing all their work, you know, giving them next steps and things like that, um, creating posts, creating podcasts, like right now, you know, like things like that. And I'm just making sure this is all together. Then usually about, and then we have customer service. I have a customer service person. I have to review all the tickets with them. And any questions they have, you guys send me personal messages, um, social media, I have a social media person, I check in with them and all these different people. And then um, I get really tired, okay? So now it's like 8, 8.30ish and I'm in the morning and I'm like, ooh, I need to go to sleep. So then I try to sleep from like 8, 8.30 to 10, 10.30, depending on the day. And that's about the time my kids are waking up anyway because my, my little one, she'll come in a little bit earlier, maybe like nine. And only because in Ramadan, we're going to bed a bit later. Otherwise, on a normal school day, my kids are up by 7 a.m. outside of Ramadan. So she'll come in about like, you know, nine o'clock or something. And she'll try to cuddle next to me in the bed. And I, I give her some books or something like that. And she's reading and stuff like that. Or she's just like reviewing some, some things that we have. And so alhamdulillah. And then I like fully get up. I go out. And then sometimes she wants to fast. Sometimes she doesn't want to fast. It depends on her. And then I generally like, um, you know, just start the day of homeschooling or whatever we're doing with them. And that's kind of how my morning is. I know it sounds crazy odd, but that is how I do things. And so that is a little sneak peek into the behind the scenes of my life. Now, let's pretend now I'm moving into these last 10 nights. My husband's like, let's just stay up and then go to bed after Fajr. But then I'm like, but how am I going to work with my team? Now, my team is international, so that actually works for me because my team is awake at this time anyway. And that's actually good for me as a mom. So I want to tell moms is if, like, you're able to work online, if you are you can do any work. I know some moms, like, want to work. Like, a great thing to do, this is not what I do, obviously, but I'm just saying you can, like, get jobs on Upwork or Fiverr where you could do, like, VA work and stuff like that. And you could pick other countries to work for. So let's say you wanted to work, like, as an assistant for, like, a company in Italy. Like, you could just do that. And you could base their hours, like, if they want you to work from, like, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., you could do that before your kids wake up. So you doesn't like have to interfere with your life or if you want to work you know whatever your regular country's times but my point is there's so many options so my team is actually up at that time so i can get away with that so um it actually works to my benefit so on those nights like when i want to stay up all nighter what we do is so what happens is we finished dinner we clean up and i'll maybe do a different one on my evening routine so i want to get into too much of that 
but um, I'm going to do like a post-Ramadan evening routine, so don't worry. But like basically what we're doing is we are um, cleaning up and then we are praying Isha and we're sending the kids to bed. My husband and I, we then pray an extra eight rakah at, um, in the night and we um, basically will um, stay up and I will do more reading of Quran and my husband will do more reading Quran and da'a and then I will do my work then. And then about two o'clock, we will pray more until Fajr. And then that starts my morning routine of the same thing I described with you, which is kind of like I'm up, we're I'm heating up the oven, I'm unloading the dishwasher, I'm putting the food out. My husband will go to work. And then I will probably right after Fajr, if I pulled an all-nighter, try to go to bed. And I will probably try to go to bed from like 5, 5.30 in the morning until 8.30 and then wake up because I'm now just taking those extra hours where I would have had a little bit of a nap and just putting them into the night. So these are the two options that I'm kind of working with right now. Again, depending on whatever we're doing, um, you know, that's kind of how my night into slash morning is going in the like staying up all night because technically I'm up at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. That's why I'm considering it still like a morning routine. And then once I wake up after like having slept from 5 to 8.30, then I am, um, you know, up for the day. Now, sometimes I will take a one-hour nap sometime in between towards the end of the night, between 4 and like 7 if I'm getting really groggy. But for the most part, for these last couple nights, I'm not sleeping very much, which is why I cannot formulate sentences. You might hear me in some of the podcasts like, what is she saying? But that is because I am running on empty, okay, like many of us are. And what I wanted to say in closing is just like if you are struggling with energy and all that stuff in this time, that is so normal. Do not expect to be energized. You are showing a law that you are pushing and pushing and pushing. And in this time, obviously, the whole day and the whole night, you know, we're making all type of astaghfar, saying Allah to forgive us, asking for forgiveness. You know, Allah is the best of forgivers and you forgive, so forgive us and all that. All the du'a of Rasulullah And so, by the way, we have a Ramadan toolkit where we have the essentials for Ramadan and the du'as and stuff. Definitely download that if you haven't. I have it in the show notes below. And also, um, if you haven't already, we have a total food prep guide that we have. And alhamdulillah, um, you know, we're continuously putting up new things all the time. If you go on our website, www.mindful-muslim.com, if you go to the resources section, you'll find tons of resources on all types of things in your life. So I know right now a lot of women are having trouble with their time and their schedules and things. I have tons of stuff on that. I have tons of other podcasts from the past on that. One of people's favorite ones is um, How to Hold It All Together. It's really early podcast. I want to say it's like... It's really maybe like a year ago I did it. So if you scroll back, how to hold it all together. And um, it is kind of like, how do I juggle a really busy schedule and get it all in and stay productive and stay positive. So if you're interested in that, definitely go back and check that out. That's good for any time of year. But I hope that was really helpful, kind of like hearing what I'm doing right now. And I thought just giving you a glimpse into that would give you an idea of some options for yourself. If you feel like, you know, you have anything you want to share, definitely DM me. Um, obviously, I didn't I include every single detail of what I'm doing, but it's just basically a lot of extra salah, and I'm doing it with my husband. And then alhamdulillah, you know, when I say when we wake up at 2 a.m. again, like when we pull the all-nighters, we will pray until it's time to eat, maybe like another extra six rakah or something like that, and then we will go and eat fajr. So, and, and we're doing as much extra Quran and dhikr and good deeds. And right now we're also involved in just looking for opportunities to just give in charities. I mean, we've been giving a lot already. I don't know how much more we can give, but um, at the end of the day, we are just really just 
begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and his blessings and taking the absolute most of this time. And I will keep all of you in my dua continuously. Keep connecting with me. DM me on Instagram. It's the fastest way to get to me. And I love you guys for the sake of Allah. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Have an amazing, amazing weekend.